Hello and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. This is single track session number 128, and I am your host, Eric Manning, with my trusty sidekick, Gunner. How you doing, Gunner? He is a dog of few words, folks, so he's not going to give us much today. Anyway, let's jump into it. Not a lot to talk about today, just a few things and some... Uh, Interesting Ask Trail Manor stuff, and that might take up a little bit of the show, um, but we'll just jump right into it. Not going to cover a whole lot of races that were just happening. Um, yeah, then we're just going to kind of jump into things. So we had our past episode, and yes, that was a day late. Um, we had a, a very special launch for a, a running shop, so we wanted to kind of coordinate with them and, and get something lined up. So we usually launch it on Tuesdays. This one launched on Wednesdays, so I apologize for a day late, but we had... Uh, Joel back, if you haven't listened. So if you haven't listened, you can go back because Joel joined us, brought him out of mini retirement. He went back into retirement right after the podcast. But uh, Joel was with me, and we talked to Ken and Janae Richardson here in Utah, uh, owners of the new Utah Running Shop, which is literally a, I don't even I don't even quarter mile maybe from where I live. So it's kind of nice. But uh, it was super fun talking to those guys, uh, what they've got going. Super jealous. Always wanted to have a run shop. Even working a run shop for me would be a lot of fun, but uh, hopefully we'll have some podcasts out of that location and uh, make it a lot of fun. But uh, it was a good show. It was a lot of fun having Joel back behind the mic. We had a few laughs. Um, I know that sounds a little absurd, but yeah, that's kind of how we roll. But we had some laughs and uh, talked talked to them a little bit about their history in running, um, what they've done for the community here in Utah, and also um, you know kind of the big plans they have moving forward and. You know, we're hoping here at Trail Manners to get involved with a lot of what they're doing as far as the trail side goes with the group runs, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, fun show, great show, and uh, if you haven't had time, go back and listen to episode 136 with that. Uh, saying so, next Tuesday, a uh, little preview of what we got coming. We have uh, Caleb Simpson is going to be coming on. Caleb's a guy that I've known for a while through uh, trail running, knowing who he is, um, what he's done. And we're going to be talking about something that's really, you know, taken off quite a bit recently. Um, and I'll be the first to admit I didn't have a lot of knowledge into um, what we'll be talking about, but I've definitely um, looked into it. And I've actually tried it for the past month. Um, it was something where I'm not going to just do podcasts and, and such, but something I don't believe in, something I don't um, endorse or don't, oh, I don't know, kind of can get behind, I guess. But uh I will say I've uh, tried CBD oil um, from uh, with Caleb. Um, he is the owner of Hemp Daddies, and you can check them out if you want to get a little information before the podcast. But uh, next Tuesday, we're going to have him. We'll launch that show with a lot of information, um, hopefully answer a lot of questions that were out there. I know he's answered a lot of mine through telephone conversations and emails, and I'm hoping to get some more answers uh, for the podcast on Tuesday. Um you know, I'll just kind of leave it there. I don't want to spoil it. But, yeah, next Tuesday will be Caleb Simpson um, talking about CBD oil. Uh, should be fun. Um, and, you know, I should start off with uh, bringing back kind of the beer of the week, right? So last week, as you remember, I, I came to an old trusty one uh, that I had. And I only had one person kind of to chime in, and that was Brandon Root. Um, he's been enjoying Cannabis Tropical IPA by Oscar Blues, which is one I absolutely want to get my hands on, which they don't have around here. And he's done the, I think it's the Jaw Ally IPA by Cigar City, which I've had. And I do, I did like that one. Um, but yeah, I'm looking, uh, for more comments, folks. Um, you know, let me know what to have. But today, coming to you is a new one for me. I've seen it. I haven't tried it and I haven't even opened the can yet. So I'm going to do that all with you. Um, it's from Crazy Mountain Brewing Company, and they're out of uh, Edwards and Denver, Colorado. It's Hooky Bob IPA. It says it's hoppy, it's balanced, and it's fresh. And they've got a uh, the Magnus, which is a mix between a bison, a moose, and a grizzly bear, um, which, you know, you think about combining those, and that would be... That'd be a fun little pet, actually, to have if it was tame. But here we go. This will be my first introduction to it, and I'll even let you listen uh, closely to the fresh sound. Here we go. I don't know if you can hear that, but that's one of my favorite sounds. Um, mm, smells tasty. So here we go. My first try, we'll, we'll give this a little grade here for the beer of the week. It's good IPA, folks. Um, it's hoppy, it's balanced, and it is fresh, so they nailed that. Um, it's got a good hops flavor. This one is, uh, 6.7. 
87 IBUs. Um, God, I could drink this one. This is a good one. This will be gone before the end of the show. Um, right now, after just two sips, it doesn't crack my top five, but it's a good beer. This is a good drinking beer. It, yeah, it hasn't cracked my top five yet, and I'll probably put that list out for everybody, um, but I'm always taking recommendations. I think the more that are out there, it's really hard. You have to have, I don't know. Ooh, that's got a really good aftertaste, though. That kind of hangs out in your mouth a little bit. I'm digging it. Anyway, that's the beer of the week, folks. The Hookie Bob IPA from Crazy Mountain Brewing Company. I love the logo. I love the uh, the Magnus, which is the uh, Bison Moose Grizzly Bear is what it is. Um, and their UPC code is pretty cool. It's got the lines, but it also has uh, trees on top. So it looks more decorative than just a normal barcode. So anyway, that's the beer of the week. Next up, uh, speaking of beer of the week, I was sitting there the other day. Thinking like I do, um, I haven't done a beer mile in a while. Now I'm not good at beer miles. Um, kind of my uh, my mo, I guess, at beer miles is I'm really good at chugging. Like you start, and I'm really good at the first beer. Like I usually am one of the first, if not the first one, done with the beer, and then I take off. So I would, I would, I can honestly say in a beer mile when there's more than one, if you're not doing heats or timed ones, if you're doing everybody together, I'm probably out of the gate first. I'm usually in first place for a little bit, and that doesn't last long at all. Um, never been fast. I never go into them very in shape either, so that might have something to do with it. But anyway, I was thinking about it. I haven't done one in a while. It's probably been two years, which is a long time. And I thought, man, you know, with winter, it makes it hard. Finding a location in Utah is difficult because you can't just hit up a track. You know, we've in a different state, not that all, all states aren't the same or anything, but you see a lot of beer miles done on track. So we can't really do that here because there's schools. Um, so it's finding a location. A friend of ours, John Stewart, his parents own some property on the mountain. And so we've done a trail beer mile, which is much harder. It's up, and that makes it a much more difficult, but it's a great location. We've also done with our friend Jim Skaggs on his pasture. He's got a pasture, and... It's pretty flat. It's bumpy, but it's pretty flat, and we've done it there. But I thought, you know, if it's wintertime, what about a treadmill beer mile? You know, it'd take a little while, so you get five of your friends, and you take turns on, on a treadmill doing a beer mile. I mean, there's some logistical things you'd have to figure out, kind of like what speed of your trail or of your uh, treadmill and you wouldn't want to drink on the treadmill. You'd almost have to hurry and hop off, chug a beer, and then jump back on, but keep it moving. But you could do that, right? I mean, I think that'd be kind of gross. Um, but it's something to think about. And maybe somebody's done that. I don't research stuff, and I'm sure I could find one right now if I tried. But um, if you have done one, I'm kind of interested in how it goes, because that'd be kind of uh, sickly fun to do. But I'm looking forward to another beer mile. So, it's a loc- It's about location, and it'd be fun to do one in the spring, get some people together. We've done them um, for quite a few years, um, but this past year we, we didn't do one. But, yeah, treadmill beer mile, that sounds pretty pretty bad. And, you know, you can do them with other stuff, too. You don't just have to have beer. Um, yeah, interesting. Next up, doing yoga. Um, I have been doing yoga. I'm still horrible. My dog still judges me. I've learned now that I almost turn the lights out in my apartment just so I don't see myself doing yoga and I don't even have mirrors. It's uh, pretty uncomfortable and I, that way I can't see how unflexible I am. I can feel it, obviously. Um, but I'm still cracking away at it. I'm not in a class yet, but I'm doing it in my place by myself. So I'm keeping that up. Um, still not more than twice a week, but my my virtual yoga partner um, is crushing it, which doesn't surprise me, but uh, we're, we're still knocking at the door of that. And with spring rolling around, we've had a couple of days of like 40-plus degree weather here in Utah, a little bit of rain, so some of the snow's gone in the in the lower elevations. It's, it's getting me antsy to uh, really ramp things up a little bit. Um, and I've just got something new that I'm not going to talk about because I'm going to review it that will hopefully help in recovery um, for training and running. But I do want to say, while we're on the subject of recovery, people that use those, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what you call them, compression pants, right? We're, not pants, but you put them on your legs and they inflate with air. And I can't think of the name of them. I've used them before, but my mind's trying to blank. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. 
but I know there's a lot of brands and a lot of companies out there. I want to get my hands on some. So if somebody knows of a good brand I can get, um, I, I believe in them. I've used them before at a PT place, and I really liked them just eating in recovery. Um, if you have some of those, maybe I'm looking for some good brands. I, you know, I'm not made of money, so I can't go over the top, but maybe it's a good entry-level pair, portable, you can take. I really like those. They make me feel, it's like snuggles too. You get snuggles for your legs, and I think that's pretty much overlooked because you snuggle with your significant other, you, you know, the spoon, but your, your quads and your, your hamstrings, your thighs don't get a lot of snuggles. So those really, can embrace that and i think that's a, a great combination to have so if you have some uh, brands that you use that you believe in i'm always looking for options there um, upcoming topics we talked about um just kind of give you a forward of what's going on cbd oil will be next week also we have some uh topics we want to bring on the podcast and i have some guests in mind as well and i'm always looking for more topics so it's not even just based around having um, athletes on or interviewing individuals, but maybe just topics where I can bring in a panel or a few people. So the first one I want to do is returning from injury. I think that's something as runners we all face is, you know, you have those times of injury. Sometimes they're more um, complicated than others. Some are, you know, a little bit easier, a little quicker coming back. Some require surgery. Some require a lot more time off. So I have a couple guests uh, that I'm lining up to uh, get on. And just talk about how to return from injury. Some of the, not just physical aspects, but the mental side of it too. Um, to kind of cover, I know a lot of people struggle with it out there and just getting some different ideas and questions answered and, um, you know, thoughts of, of coming back from those things. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's going to be coming up pretty quick. Um, another one we have coming up is bringing on an RD or two to talk about race directing. I know that's, it's growing so much. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but with races. So we're going to be uh, bringing in a race director to have them on the podcast. Talk about kind of the challenges of race directing, uh, some funny moments as race directors, and just race directing in general. I think sometimes it helps us runners to – I know my, my whole gear changed um, when I started race directing as well as volunteering at races and getting to know race directors pretty well. There's so much that goes into it, and it's so – I don't know – and I get it. It's, it's, uh, as a runner, you're paying for a service, right? You're saying, here's my money. I'm coming to run your race. So you expect things to go well, but I think a lot of times we don't know everything going on behind the scenes. I think we do probably more now than ever, but, um, it's just interesting. So I want to bring that on just so we all have a better idea what happens, uh, what goes on. I think for the most part, um, everybody out there is just, um, appreciative of what race directors do. We know it's not a, something they're going to retire off or anything else. It's a labor of love for the most part. There's exceptions, um, but I think it'd be fun to have that on. So we're also looking for other topics, other things you want to hear about, other things you want to um, have answered. Um, maybe we can bring on a few guests, you know, where we sit them around, um, you know, a couple microphones and just bounce questions and, you know, whatever it might be. So I'm looking for other topics as well, not just people. Um, we've done that before. We said, okay, who do we want to interview? And we're lining a lot of that up as well. Um, but it's nice to have that mix. Um, we had, unfortunately, which breaks my heart, um, we had a couple Tuesdays where we didn't have a podcast, and those boiled down to scheduling conflicts. And so I just want to get things dialed in. Those were individuals that um, couldn't, you know, we, we scheduled a time to do phone in, uh, interviews, phone podcasts, and they kind of fell through. So I'm trying to avoid that the best I can, so maybe have one or two in advance um, so we don't, I don't want to miss another week. That's my goal, and it's pretty difficult if you know what happens on this end. Um, miss a week for the whole year um, starting now. Um, but, yeah, so we have some ideas, um, topics. Um, we've had the individual thing, which we still take. We always take requests. We always have people, you know, emailing and, and looking into it. But if you have that certain topic that you would like us to discuss, I'm game. I am game. This is for you. I have fun no matter what. I mean, we could talk about cheeseburgers and, and uh God, we could probably even talk about, like, I don't know, dry skin. And though I could probably make it that enjoyable. I don't know. We, we could we could try it, I guess. Um, hopefully we don't have to. Also coming up, though, is the Buffalo Run. So we've good friend of ours, Jim Skaggs, and he's going to be on the podcast coming up as well. Um, Jim Skaggs has his races coming up. Uh, first one is March 9th. I will be. He asked me again, so I guess I passed the first hurdle, which uh, I kind of emceed the finish line in October of the 50K and the half that he put on. So the 25K is March 9th, and he's asked me to come out and kind of emcee the finish line. 
with the runners coming through. Um, I had a great time uh, doing that. I thought it added a little fun to the race itself when people knew who were coming across and just kind of give. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of fun sometimes when you're crossing the finish line and people say, from so-and-so number blut and blut and name is hoopy doop, you know, whatever. So I'm going to be doing that again and probably on the 23rd for the 100 mile, the 50 mile, and the 50K. Uh, so thanks, Jim, for that opportunity. That's a lot of fun. It's long days, and it is work, folks. And I do get a couple bathroom breaks, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. So if you're running the Buffalo Run Race, especially on March 9th, hit me up. Um, come say hi. Hopefully I'll have a uh, beer or two in hand. And if you're coming and you want to bring me one to try to bring on the show, uh, I'm always open. I'll uh, I'll be there. Uh, the Volkswagen bus, I'm trying to get there. It is in the shop, and I talked to the mechanic. What's today? Wednesday? I talked to him Monday. And they said they were going to have it on the lift today, and I haven't heard anything. So it makes me nervous, but it would be dreamy, like dreamy, dreamy, if I could have the uh, bus there on March 9th. Which, folks, and you'll hear it next week, March 9th is my daughter's birthday. She'll be 14. I'm super excited. have some fun presents for her, but she is the light of my eye, folks. She is what makes it click. So, uh, yeah, March 9th, Buffalo Run. I'll be emceeing the finish line. And even if you're running and you want me to say something about you as you cross, just message me, and I will add that. So if you want me to add something to your finish time, whatever your name, you know, whatever you want me to say, I will. I would say it, as long as it was, you know, in good taste. I think that would be fun, let people have their own finish line, I don't know, sentence, um, fact thought, mantra, whatever they want. So if you are running that race and you want me to do that, I will do that for free if you message me, manners at trailmanners.com. I'll add it to my spreadsheet because I'm a spreadsheet geek. Uh, what else we got? So like I said, there's there, there was some races last weekend. Um, I think we're going to skip it um, as far as covering races. And uh, I think the next one coming up that's pretty big is this weekend is way too cool, 50K. Super iconic race. Been around for a long time. Uh, fast race, big race. Um, a lot of heavy hitters hit this race fast, fast runners, a lot from the uh, the roadside as well. Um, that's coming up. And, and also the, the Comset 50K in New York. Um, it's the only USATF 50K road national championship. Um, it's 10 5K loops. Um, yeah, not my, my, not my jam, but again, another, another big race coming up. So I think that's all we'll kind of cover for that. We don't want this show to be too long. Plus we have some interesting and interesting topic. I'm going to try my best. That's why I didn't start drinking beer yet. Try my best to keep it where it needs to stay and you'll get it when I get there. Um, so anyway, we're still looking for a few things from you out there. Uh, we're still looking for some ideas for the new Trail Manners intro where it's just myself. Uh, we've got some new music that we haven't launched yet that we want to get some words to. So if you have some, want to help me come up with a cool intro verbiage-wise, let me know. I'm um, always looking for that. Also, we've got some people uh, slowly bringing in some articles that we want to put on our website. If you got a good little article write-up about something, right, something trail-related, um, I'd love to put those up just to give people a little more resource and a little fun. You know, that's kind of what it's all about. Or if you got a race report, happy to put up race reports on uh, the Trail Manners website again. Um, we'll just look them over them real quick, obviously. Um, we're going to be some doing some video reviews. I'm just waiting again on that one. Uh, something for that. Um, I already have products lined up, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I think a lot of it for me is, you know, March is starting to hit. Now it's kind of back into the flow. I think the winter months is this rocky peaks and valleys thing and, and I hopefully March like today was beautiful oh my gosh took Gunner for a walk on the river saw a few fish wanted me to have my fishing rod with me but uh, it's that time of year things are starting to happen um, races are happening gonna get out and see more people uh, come to the races so that'll be a lot of fun dialing in my race schedule and we talk about that in adventure runs I'm super excited I think I've locked in my trip back to Bellingham which has got to be an annual pilgrimage for me because I was such I just fell in love last year um, in Bellingham, and I'm going to go back this year. Looks like I'll be up there the first part of June, um, maybe the first four or five days of June, um, right right there, um, hanging out and hopefully meeting some new people. I'd love to run with you if you're in Bellingham. Uh, good friend up there, Jeff Hart. He's the best. If and A lot of you know who Jeff is, but he is the best um, and his, his beautiful wife. So that'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, then I, you know, my other trip is to Zion and then I'm dialing in my trip to Vermont. This is one I'm, I'm not saying most excited about, but 
that's a jump, right? That's across the, the way a little bit from Utah. It's not just in my mountain states, and it's a place I've just wanted to visit and explore a little bit, not just with the trails, but with the food, the people, the beverages. Um, and I'm really excited because there's some just amazing, amazing people uh, in Vermont that I've had the pleasure to get to know um, and feel like just that in itself is you know, the success of Trail Manor. So I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. And then just dialing in a few races as well. Uh, we need to talk about or touch on the Ogden Trail Running Festival, folks. I'd sure love to see more of you uh, register for that so we can keep that going. Um, that is uh, May 3rd and 4th. The big day is May 4th with the races with our, our sponsors, Solomon, Armor Sport Factory Outlet, Palisades Ultra Trail Series, Ogden Trail Network, Gear 30, and our Kids K sponsor, McKenzie Exhibit. Just had a meeting about our Kids K today. We'd like to grow that to like 200 kids. Um, this year we might tack on a $10 fee just so we don't go in the red and also you know show a little last year we had 100 registered not everybody showed up because it was free uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun if you're interested in being a part of that uh, please let me know uh, send me a message we'd love to get you involved whether you have a want to attend at the uh, expo want to sponsor the event or like i said love to see you register and spread the word to your friends to get a good good number of people out for that one um, woody footies is back in the news i'm still trying to dial in the logo that's all we're waiting on is the logo for the new hats and then we will get that rolling again. Um, Turtle Miller, the man, was gracious enough to step up and be the sponsor for 2019 uh, down there in St. George, Utah. He is with Caldwell Banker. So if you, uh, you're you down that area looking to buy, please go see Turtle. He will take care of you. The greatest guy in the business. And I'm looking forward to the new hats. The logo I'm hoping is going to come off. Uh, the way we're expecting and hoping for, uh, but uh, future plans on that. This week's winner, though, for Woody Footy um, is a good one. We had a lot of good ones, as we always do. Um, some fun ones, too, for the people that aren't running and doing other things. But this year's winner, or this week's, is Jeremy Haddock from Grandeur Peak. Nice little uh, sunrise, known when he runs, um, just on Grandeur. Just beautiful, uh, beautiful picture. So thank you, Jeremy. And thank you so much for everybody to uh, keep sending those. If you have friends um, that are on social media, send them over. Let's get some uh, more people on there sending some good photos um, for our Woody Footy Awards because hopefully we'll get that going. I'm just waiting for that stinking logo. It's driving me crazy. All right, how about some uh, quick little Strava? Uh, Tristan Lee, he took home the trifecta. He ran the Trans-Grand Canaria. Uh, Tristan Lee, 166.7 miles, 75 hours, 20 minutes, and vert climb was 43,772. So great job, Tristan, and congratulations. We are 559 members strong on our Strava board, uh, so we'll knock that out. Folks, again, also, if you... Uh, are posting pictures on uh, Instagram. We'd love to have you tag us on that at, at Trail Manners. Uh, we'd love to see all the photos from all over, and it gives me ideas where I want to go next and run. I am so chomping at the bit looking at just airfare. Where's cheap? I want to go in 2019 and visit some places. So I actually kind of scaled my race schedule back a little bit on purpose after I thought it through because I want to try and get out a little bit more. Even for weekend jaunts, meet up with a group, two days running, have a couple beverages, try some local fare, and then uh, head home. So looking to travel. So keep posting on Instagram. Tag us at Trail Manners. Not just the hashtag, but tag the photo with us. I'd love to see where you guys are running and what you're doing. So um, talking about Ask Trail Manners. So last week we had we only had a couple responses, which is fine, right? Um, but there was a question on Ask Trail Manners. It started off with uh, uh a female trail manager listener saying, hey, what is going through a guy's mind when they see a female solo runner on the trail? So it wasn't what we, um, how we act, it was what's in our head, right? Well, then it was kind of flipped by Brian. He had a great one. He's like, what's, what do women, what are they thinking? You know, and so my challenge was, hey, what, how should men, what are women thinking? But also is there a way men can, you know, kind of take the edge off a little bit? Um, so we have a couple. Um, first one, pretty simple. Be nice and smile. Looking angry and having your head down makes me nervous. Um, totally agree. And I'm probably, unfortunately, one of those ones sometimes that puts their head down. Um, that's not because I want to attack anybody or be not sociable. It's just, um, you know, that's just my style, right? Um, another one we have, um, from another lady, uh, is a little bit longer, so I'm going to get into that. But I think it's pretty, it's pretty good and it kind of helps. This is the only other one we got from, uh, comments. Um, this one says, I'm a 43-year-old female 
of relatively small stature. I run trails alone a fair amount and have only had hairs on my back of my neck stand up a couple times when I'm counting a man on the trail. One time it turned out to be an older, sturdy-built woman with a strange hiking hat on that covered part of her face. So I guess it's only one, right, that stood up on the back of your head. So, um, So she said, I'll start off with what I do to be. I'll start off with what I do, you know, feel safe. So this is what she does to feel safe. Carries pepper spray. Typically typically keep it in the front pouch of my hydration vest, but if I'm on a lesser traveled trail, I keep it in my hand. Um, if I use earphones, I only have one in. Well, personally, I only have one in when I run two. Um, that's just, I don't know. I don't like having two. I just seem too out there, too um, unplugged, I guess. Uh, she said, I listen to audiobooks or podcasts because they allow me to hear all the sounds around me. I can hear as well with this, with this setup as I can if I'm running with someone and visiting with them. I stay aware of my surroundings, including looking behind me every so often. I do that all the time uh, myself. I'm always looking around and checking behind me because I'm slow anyway. I'm like, someone's got to be catching me from somewhere. Um, she also says, if we're running the same direction... I'll alter my pace so I either pass them or they can pass me so I don't feel like someone is following behind me. When I encounter men on the trail, these are things I appreciate slash makes me feel more secure. And this is kind of what I was personally looking for as well. Eye contact, so important. Now I know that. That's going to help me out, so thank you. Um, Smile, we're all on there enjoying trails. Show it with an exclamation. And I definitely try to, but sometimes I'm hurting, I guess. But I guess I fake it, just like hitting an aid station in a race. I'm always like, hey, I feel great. And they're like, yeah, you don't look so good. But I think that's a good one. Smile, enjoy it, show it. And I think that's what the other person mentioned. Smile, looking angry at the head down makes them nervous. Say hello, and which I try to, I generally do. Morning, hello, how are you? Um, you know, whatever. Nice compression socks, um, cool shoelaces. You know, I, I really get after it. I notice the the little things. Uh, she says, if they're behind me, a simple on your left or good morning are appreciated. I feel like most murderers don't often use these simple courtesies. Huh? I probably agree. I would. I don't know, um, but I think that's true. And I try to be noisy, not uh, startling noisy, but I try and be noisy. Um, she also says, don't fall in behind women and match their pace. Either pass, slow down a bit, or pause to give them some space. We don't like feeling followed. Well, I'm I totally hear you there. I hate that feeling, and I even hate when someone's behind me. And I'm a dude, right? Um, so I think those are really good ones. Uh, she she finishes up saying, "I'm happy to say I've had uh, many positive encounters with all kinds of people on the trail. It's a very fun, supportive community. I see more and more women running alone, which I think is amazing. Keep it up." So. Thank you so much, Lisa, for that. Um, and I think that touches on some just the big points. You know, it's like be friendly. Um, you know, opening your mouth and talking, I think, is good. And it's interesting too. I, I I think we've talked about this on the show years ago when we first started out. One of our first shows, um, talked to a, a Jen Lynn Eaton, who's a local runner here in Salt Lake City, uh, phenomenal uh, person and, and athlete. And I asked her that question because she did run quite a bit by herself. And I said, don't, doesn't that make you nervous when you're, and she did a lot of like vert training high up in mountains and in a way. And I said, doesn't that make you nervous? And she had an interesting point I never thought of. She said, no, she goes, I don't get nervous when I'm far from a trailhead or up high in the mountains because most people don't take the effort to go there. And she said, I feel more uncomfortable, like closer to to trailheads and parking lots. And I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So I think just in general, um, we can, we can all do a better job of um, just being friendly, you know, smiling. I know me and Joel talk about all the time. We know a lot of the runners that run the times we do, and we have nicknames for them, and we kind of get to know who they are. So I think sometimes, too, when I see people that I'm not used to seeing, it makes me nervous. Uh, Not to think anybody's going to, you know, do anything to me, but it is. It's a little, I don't know, you know, if they expect me to move over, if I need to move over for heading towards each other on a single track. So I think comfort is a thing as well, but thank you both for, Sending your information, and thank you, Brian, for uh, bringing that up again. That came from him, his idea to ask, and I've never really thought about it, even though I think the same thing and have thought that way for quite some time. So uh, thank you so much. Um, Okay, so I'm going to talk about one other thing before we get to this week's Trail Manners question because it might take a few minutes, and I really need to keep my head wrapped around this one. 
Um, so again, I, I just want to give a huge shout out. We, uh, we picked up a few more Patreon supporters. Um, we're up to, uh, 22, um, supporters. I want I'd love to get to 50 just as a benchmark. Obviously we're not halfway there, but we picked up, uh, Trenna, uh, Lisa, Tim, Sarah, and Sylvia Greer. Um, thank you so much. Um, every, everything helps and it's so much appreciated. I hope that comes through via my, my tone or my voice or who I am. And if I, if I see any of you, um, man, I'd, I'd love to slap a high five, whatever, right? I just really want you to know I appreciate it. And if, if anybody else out there, you know, if you can hit, you know, a couple bucks a month or whatever through Patreon, it's much appreciated. I know some of you don't think it seems like a lot, but it really does. Um, it helps a lot. So thank you so much. It is so much appreciated. And, uh, I just, I just love all of you out there. So here we go. Here's the Ask Trail Manners. And I, I'm gonna, I'll read it and then I'll talk about it. Um, but it is one that I was reluctant a little bit to talk about. My phone and my email has kind of, I wouldn't say blown up, but I've got quite a few messages, a couple different side conversations about this within the last 24 hours. And I think it just, some of it depends on the mood I'm in, but a lot of it is so difficult to, for me, to put into words without, I don't know coming across one way or another. Like I do have a, uh, I do have a uh, side. Is that, if that's what you can put an opinion, let's just say it that it's an opinion. Everybody's got them right. And I don't think they're wrong, um, but I'm going to read this question and then you'll see where I'm at. So here we go. Hold on. Let me take one more sip of this uh, IPA. Okay. Ooh, that helps a lot. It says, for, okay, here starts off. First, love the podcast and, and want you to understand I won't be offended if this doesn't make the podcast. That made me nervous, folks, when I read that. Uh, it says, but there has been a lot of talk the last couple days about trail running and inclusion, and that's in uh, quotations, broken down on many forums on Facebook from from ideas from race and wealth or lack thereof, as well as the gen- as well as gender, of course plus a lot of generalization. Not looking to spark an issue or debate, but curious on your thoughts. You have been around trail running, the trail running scene for a while, and as an RD, I am not calling you old, which I appreciate you putting that in there because that made me nervous too. Also, it seems like the Trail Manners listeners and forums are good at staying quote-unquote under control with comments, so maybe this is a good place for it. Anyway, keep it up. Always love the show. Would prefer to stay anonymous. So, all right. If, you, if you're not on social media, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. I was brought to my attention. I brought it to attention of a couple people. I was kind of interested on their thought on it. But essentially what's been going on through social media the last couple of days, and it's been going on for a while, um, especially in the race director scene. You hear a lot about it, um, you know, with friends and, and being a part of that. But, there's been a lot, to me, generalization, and there are some articles and some things posted. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. I want to keep it, you know, on the level. Again, I don't want to spark a debate. I'm not into politics. I'm not into whatever. Everybody can have an opinion. I just hate when people, like, literally troll or bash other opinions um, to the degree it doesn't need to happen, and that's partly why I don't like social media. I think people hide behind it too much, but but what's been been going around is um, I'll try and paraphrase, and I'll, someone will correct me. I'm sure that's just the way it goes, and I usually don't talk about it, this type of stuff because I just I don't know. But I think it's I'm not going to shy away from NAS trail manners, and I think it's interesting. So uh, it talks about inclusion in trail running. A little uh, I'm gonna say article, but it was kind of a blog post, if you will. And there's some sub- subsequent things follow. It talked about just inclusion in trail running, like making it more inclusive to other um, classes, money-wise, like people that aren't just rich, you know, by talking about how much races cost. Just trying to be more inclusive as races. It's kind of a challenge almost to race directors saying, hey, how you need to make it more inclusive. And we're not talking just about gender, which we've talked about on the show many times. And, again, I have two daughters, so don't get me started on that. Um, but it's talked about how, how do we make it inclusive? How do we make it, uh, to where people feel comfortable? Um, and I think it's, I think it's, I want to say it's a loaded question in a way, just because of the simple fact. And this one that I read, one of the things that, and I wish I, I should have just read the darn article, but I didn't want to bring it more 
I don't know, more notoriety, I guess, or whatever. But it was talking about, I wish, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wing it. But it talked about white and having like almost disposable income, and that's what racing's about. You don't see a lot of uh, minorities, or uh, it's not all inclusive. There's an age thing involved as well. Like, uh, should we have longer cutoffs so people that may not be um, as fit or maybe older, right, can do that now? I want everybody to understand I am not categorizing anybody. And if you know me and my my history, I am the furthest from any of those things. But And I don't want it to come across like I'm categorizing whether it's, you know, a race, a religion, an age group, you know, sexual orientation, any of those things. It, to me, it's running. I mean, it's I think it's one of the most all-inclusive things personally that you can have. Um and I really had a problem with when it was written just because, again, I am a, a, a white male, right? And this is kind of thing was hitting home. It's like, oh, it's, all these races are full of white males. Well, I don't like to be generalized either, right? Um, it also talked about the, um, I don't know, your wealth, right, or, or your class. Well, I don't have money, right? And I know races cost a lot. But I think at the end of the day, I don't know how far um, – it's the race director's responsibility to go over the top making making everybody see, we're all inclusive. I I've, I've never seen a race that says hey we don't include people, right? Or a certain x y or z. Is there some out there? There probably is, right? I mean, we live in that type of society. But this person asked me the question on my thoughts and I I think it's the fact we even gets talked about bothers me. Because I've never looked at it that way. I don't show up to a race with my clipboard and cover all these genders, all these uh, races, all these religions, all these age groups, all you name it. I don't cover any of that because it does not matter to me, right? As a runner, as it's not something I key in on. Now, I'm not saying that there's not – it's not heavy one way or another. Um, one of the comments was, hey, I live in California, and it's 40% Asian runners. That's what the quote said, not from me. And I'm like, well, you know. Obviously, I don't know if they have the data to back that, but I think it's things get too generalized, and I think it kind of puts an ugly look on what it is. Um, we're in a weird world, and we're going to be that way for quite some time, no matter what your memes you're posting on your Facebook page, because um, it does take action. It doesn't take social. Social media is not going to change anything. In fact, social media makes things a lot more. It makes things worse um, in a lot of ways. Um, and I guess if I had to make a stand as a race director, as a runner, as a human being, I don't look at those factors. Now, I'm not saying I'm blind to them and saying, oh, this, that. I have friends in all, you know, sexual preferences, races, religions. I, you know, that doesn't matter, right, to me as a person. doesn't matter to people out there. Absolutely, obviously, it does. I think there's, you know, bigotry and everything else as we go. But to me, the article is almost like reverse marketing. You know, it's like... I can't, I can't say it's a problem where people say it's a problem in trail running. It, I don't think it's a problem. I don't. It's not a problem. You can't just just fix it like you can most problems. And what's the problem? I think people, if you want to run, you don't have to race, right? We choose not to. I choose to go to run Zion Traverse, which is running with my friends. Um, so it's it's kind of like you you can or it's like eating vegan or eating meat. You don't have to do either one. It's your choice. It doesn't make one thing right or wrong or fun or, or anything else. And I think it's the same with running. If you want to run, why are you running? Are you running to race? Are you running to get a t-shirt, a belt buckle? Are you just wanting to run to enjoy the essence of running in the mountains or the road or wherever you want to run and the people you want to want to run with? Okay? I, I put on races as an RD, and someone asked me that question. They says, how do you market to ethnics? And I'm like, I honestly, I don't. And I don't know how to even approach that because I don't think of it that way. I market to people, um, and that's that's the best I can do. I think almost to a point, if I was marketing to a certain race, religion, sexual orientation, I think then I'm kind of being the opposite. You know, I'm, I'm kind of being reversed in that direction. So... I don't, I'm not cold to the fact I know there's bad things going on out there, but I think as trail running goes, I don't think, I don't know of any race directors that would 
be excluding anybody unless you're a cheater and I will exclude you. You know what I mean? Um, I think people are genuinely good. I think runners are genuinely good. And I think with anything in this world, you're going to have that percentage that's not, whether it's at work, whether it's the human race, whether it's a, a sport, whether it's a, you know, academics, whatever it is, you're going to have that percentage that are just assholes, right? Or just people that you don't want to be associated with anyway. So I just find it really difficult and I think really hard to put into words. And I think that's where social media goes wrong is people that were commenting, you're leaving two sentences and, you know, people would challenge those two sentences and challenge those three sentences and challenge, you know, the three paragraphs. But it's a conversation. It's not something you can put into words. And I don't think by posting it anywhere, I think to me it's just you're trying to drum up, I don't know, it's almost like a marketing ploy. That's the way I looked at it. Um, I don't think there's any way. I think races are doing the best they can. I mean, we've talked about the things like what happened in Vermont or or back east with, you know, they recognize the top ten men, top top ten men, and the top five females, and people got upset about it. And then the race director, well, that's not what I was trying to do. It's based on the numbers of people in my race, um, or hey, you know, my race has, you know, I see people, oh, my race is awesome. It's got 45% female participation, so we're really getting there. I I struggle with all these things, and it's not that I'm against any of it. I just think it so much has to do with people. You, you, you know, you want to do something or you don't. You want to test yourself at a half marathon. You want to test yourself at a 100-miler. You do or you don't. Um, people find a way to pay for things. You know, people like, oh, that race is so expensive. I can't believe they're charging so much to run 100 miles. Um, oh, hold on. I got to plug in my iPhone XR. You know what I mean? I think it's whatever you want it to be. Or I got to plug my Tesla in. Give me a minute while I finish this this post. If you want to do something, people find a way to do it, right? Um, and at the, really, at the end of the day, if you want to run, just run. Run on the course if you can. Maybe it's a you know, place you can't get into. Run it the following weekend. Um, run with your friends, do whatever, but I really have a hard time when people generalize. Um, and I know it's difficult to do, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's, it's very difficult and I'm, I'm supportive of everybody, right? The whole, uh, make it equal. I'm, I'm all on board for making, you know, the finishing awards the same, right? Um, I saw a thing where, uh, Candace Burt, um, kicks some ass, you know, down under at a 200 miler. So I think she, I'm going to, Finished third overall. Her name doesn't come up in the article, but it talks about the top, you know, 10 men or, or whatever it is. See, that that's the kind of thing I think is kind of silly, okay? Um, I'm not saying that, but I, I think this inclusion thing, it's, it's you got to be careful. You have to be really careful how you type it, right? Um, everything can be taken out of context through emails, and it's a discussion. Uh, U.S. Trail Running Conference, I know, is coming out, and they're talking to race directors this uh, October about... The same thing, right? How do we include more people? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with wanting to include, but I don't like it when it's like we exclude people or or trail running's for the you know upper class white male or that's what it's predominantly at all these races I show up to. I I don't see a registration checking boxes of those things. I'm not saying there's not, but the ones I've ever ever seen, I've never had to check my race. I've never had to check my, you know, my religion, my sexual preference. You know, yes, male, female, a lot of times because, you know, sometimes I want a shirt. Um, but I think we're kind of trying to piggyback on a lot of things that are going on out there. Let's keep running what it really is. And it's just running. It's fun. It's exercise. It's an enjoyment to be around people. If it, you want to throw races into the fact, I think that's great. I love to show up to races. I love to run races. And a lot of it is because I want to run places that I may not run at other times with people and think it's fun. I don't run to win. I never have. I probably never will unless it's a beer mile. Um, but let's keep running what it is. I don't think we need to get too political. I think we need to be um, knowledgeable. I think we need to be um, open-minded to things. Um, I think there is things that need to be worked on. I'm not saying they're broken, but yes, worked on with the quality of finisher prizes or, you know, whatever. But again, I mean, we go back to the hard rock lottery of how many women get into according to men. Well, 
you know, we've had this conversation before too. Do you make it, how do you change that? If, you know, it's predominantly men enter the race or the lottery, um, do you hold slots just for women, X amount of women for sure? I mean, again, those are things that can be worked on, but I don't think it's this blanket statement that covers everything because you're kind of offending um, other people. I know some really great race directors. The most amazing people I know are through trail running, and they're good. They are good people, right? Um, I know Jim Skaggs here locally. We talk to him all the time, but he changed his purse money um, to give women more because of the pay in Utah. Okay. Well, there's factual thing. Again, he's not excluding anybody. It's always been inclusive and it was just kind of a pay thing. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to post the link to the article. Um, I just don't want to. And, uh, I hope those of you that read it, I think it's good to have an opinion. And if you guys don't agree with me, I understand. And that's why I don't like to t- talk about certain topics because I don't like being put on the hot seat. I don't like to have to be too careful on what comes out of my mouth as a podcaster. I, I ramble. I go on. Um, and again, I hope people enough know what we're about here that you would know that I don't participate in the ex- exclusive part, you know, excluding people. Um, this is all about fun. This is why we do this. This is why probably 99.9 plus percent of the people run and trail run. People come to trail running to get away, to be included, to be a part of a group, to be a part of something bigger than themselves. So I think we just need to be really careful when we're throwing these blanket statements out there of what's broken. And it's our responsibility as race directors is what it kind of said to make that change. Well, I don't know how to do that. How do I make a change to get more, I don't know, whatever, right? I mean, I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to go down that road. It still bothers me. It's not that I'm uncomfortable with it, but, you know, I, I, it's just a sticky topic. And the, the posts and the comments, I'm not going to say they were one-sided. There was definitely some opinions there, but I did read a lot of comments. I think they got taken out of context because you just don't have the time to have the conversation. Um, social media has changed the way we communicate as human beings. And I think that is, a, you know, it's good on some levels, right? So you can see what certain friends doing across the country or across the world. I think that's great. Um, but to take, um, topics that are touchy, right. And try and, and get the masses, you know, say it's 10,000 people on this Facebook page or a hundred thousand people on this Facebook page you're always going to have the a-holes, the people that want to troll. And so it's not really, you're not going to solve anything. It's that human interaction. That's why I love the podcast. That's why I love having people on the podcast is because it's that human interaction. I love to hear voices. Um, I'm not a huge text message guy. I do it for sure. I mean, it's, you know what I do, but I love that human interaction. When you're having a conversation, when you're having a discussion about something, being in person, Having to stand behind what you say and have a face to it and be visible with it, I think is carries more weight. And I also think it gives you a little bit more ownership of what's coming out of your mouth and ownership of what you believe in. Anybody can type and do anything they want on a computer, and they don't have to be held accountable. If you own a business, obviously you do. If you are a race director, you probably do to a degree. Um, but, yeah, let's let's uh, let's be careful on these topics, um, sometimes I do have good intentions. Don't get me wrong, but let's keep that to, you know, trying to communicate a little better. Um, don't throw it out on a forum of a hundred thousand people and expect everybody to see the way you see or want everybody to have the same opinion you do, because that's not right either. And I see we see that every day in the world. Um, let people have a voice, but when you have a voice, understand that, have some accountability, have some human connection behind it, have some, some heart, have some soul, have some integrity behind what you're saying and not saying it because I'll never see that person or I can just turn off the comments and not hear about it ever again. Um, take some ownership. And I think a lot of that comes down to human interaction. So anyway, I knew we were going to go down that road. I knew it was going to get long winded and I'm sure there's a million things I shouldn't have said. and probably a million things I wish I would have said. 
Um, and it's not necessarily something I'm saying, okay, I want to hear your comments on it. I'm just, I just want people to get back to human touch, you know, um, and, and that human interaction. I love aspects of social media. Do not get me wrong. But if you go to my personal Facebook page, hardly any posts. I just don't get involved as much in it. Um, trail manners I do because I love it. And I love that this uh, person that sent it in, here's their quote. It seems like the trail manners listeners and forums are good at staying under control with comments. Um, and I, I absolutely have talked about that before. I love the way people banter and have fun, um, joke around. It's never gets political. It never gets over the top. And if it did, I would just kick it out because I just, I just don't need it on that, that page. It's a safe place. Just like trail running is for me. It's my safe place. It is the place I go to unwind from the, the, the BS that happens all the time. So thanks for listening to my rant. Thank you, uh, listener that sent that question in. I didn't dodge it. I didn't sidestep it. I tried to tackle it the best I could. I'm not the best with words. I understand. I'm not a Hallmark card. Um, but I hope at the end of the day, people understand what I believe after this person asked me. So I appreciate that. And then the people that have also talked to me offline about it, um, this is kind of the same thing. Um, I hope you don't think I'm an a-hole. If you do, I apologize. I want everybody to like me, which is my problem, not yours. Um, but let's just, let's just love each other, man. Let's just enjoy running for what it really is, right? It's not life or death. It's how we... It's what we love, and most of us, it's a passion. Most of us, it's something we're going to do as long as we can, as much as we can. Some people, it's a phase, but let's keep it what it is, okay? It is real life, but it is it's beautiful. So let's let's not get too carried away with what's going on out there. Yes, there's issues at times, absolutely, um, but let's try and find a way to, to uh, not generalize too much. Um, it just gets it's just horrible. Anyway, we are done. We are done. I'm going to let you go if you haven't already paused it, stopped it, hung up on it, whatever it is. I'm going to finish this uh, Hooky Bob IPA from Crazy Mountain, and I am going to prepare for another week ahead. Trail Manners listeners, I love you. Thank you so much for continuing to support the show. Um, Wherever you are, whoever you are, um, I, I sincerely want to thank you all. This is a big part of my life, and um, it's it's a blast. So have a great weekend. Do what you do, enjoy what you do, enjoy life, enjoy trail running, and most of all, enjoy each other. So this is Eric Manning with the Trail Manners Podcast, single track session number 128 with my dog Gunner, dog of few words, and my Hookie Bob IPA. I am out.